This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Zneimer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. It seems like a no-brainer to boost the city's finances, collect the money that it is owed. And some of that cash should come from uncollected traffic fines. The Auditor General pointed out the shortfall in a 2018 report, and subsequently staff approved the hiring of two collection agencies to track down fines worth a cool, get this, 100 million dollars. Now, the issue is that some of those fines are over 20 years old. So is going after that money the right thing to do? Is it working or is it just plain unfair? We will be taking calls in a bit. Uh, And the numbers to call after we speak to court services, 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. First, let's go to Susan Garasino, who is the Director of Court Services. Susan, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for having me, Libby. Okay, so... Um, uh, first of all, is there any statute of limitations on collecting these fines? There's no statute of limitations on court-ordered provincial fences fines. People are encouraged to pay their fines promptly to avoid any additional cost and penalties. And when we think about the justice system, for the public to have trust and confidence, they must be assured that laws are in effect, and fines are a meaningful deterrent when laws are broken. And I also would like to say that most people pay their fines. Yeah, and I guess uh, part of the issue is if if I'm going to pay my fine, do what do I think about uh, Joe Bloggs not paying his fine because he he let it lapse for so long? Yeah, uh, as you say, as I said, the majority of people pay their fines and they pay them voluntarily. Um, we have done some improvements to our collection strategies. Uh, Uh, that address some of the recommendations made by the city's Auditor General. And those changes to our collection strategies and improvement to technologies, they'll affect those people who don't pay their fines and Uh, don't pay them on time. So uh, we really encourage people to pay their fines promptly to avoid any cost or additional penalties. Uh, So what are some of those uh, improvements? So some of the improvements uh, we've made is we've contracted with a total of 11 uh, collection agencies, two of which are uh, specialized in collecting old fines. Uh, We've also made some uh, technology advancements, and um, we have 11 total collection agencies. We add defaulted fines to the City of Toronto's property tax rules and have entered into intermunicipal agreements uh, with other municipalities to add fines, defaulted fines to their tax rules. Well, just so a those minute, are a couple of examples that we, uh, of things that we are doing to improve our collection rates and to enforce the court-ordered fines. Uh, I'm, I just, uh, I want, what does it mean to add them to the tax rule? Does that mean all taxpayers have to pony up for that? or, or? No, it means if, you're, you, if a person uh, d- uh, did not pay their court-ordered fine, they committed an offence, they broke the law, they were ordered to pay a fine and they, re- and, and they didn't pay it, that the city, if they own property in the city or in one of the other municipalities we have an agreement with, then we will add that fine to their tax 
Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> now, it sounds like uh, those measures, which involve technology, are, are fairly new. What's involved in collecting a fine that is over 20 years old? Well, luckily, we have, uh, we, we have referred a number of those fines to collection agencies that specialize in this area. And in our uh, contract with them, they are required to um, use uh, predictive data modeling and data land analytics that help them determine how to reach somebody um, and uh, collect on those fines. We have made active attempts, uh, the city has, since 2004 in collecting and reaching out to people to let them know what they owe and to encourage them to pay. And plus the person who gets the ticket in the first place is personally given the ticket, usually by a police officer, and they also receive a payment notice in the mail when the court enters a conviction and orders them to pay. That notice of payment tells them, what what the what the bill is for, how much they owe, and it gives them a due date, and it also lets them know what's the uh, consequences for not paying. Now, I see that there are two hundred and eighty-seven thousand and forty-six accounts that have been outstanding for more than 20 years. So you're saying that you or your collection agencies know who all those people are? Well, it's based, we do, we, we, we take uh, great pride in having meticulous records for court services. And so the uh, court records are, you know, highly accurate. We provide all that data to collection agencies, and then they use that data to track people down and, uh, and encourage them to pay their, their fines. Okay, so you do know who they are. You just have had trouble collecting. A couple more questions. 20 years ago, uh, you know, right now, if you have fines outstanding, you, you can't get your license renewed. Was that in place 20 years ago? Um, uh, the Ministry of Transportation administers driver's licenses for the province, and they enforce uh, license suspensions and plate denials. I, I can't really speak to the driver's licensing uh, uh, mechanisms or processes for the ministry. That would be a question I think the province could answer. Okay. Uh, so we don't exactly know about that. Uh, one of well, the I can tell you that since the city, um, under agreement with the province, started to administer the Provincial Offences Act, we do uh, notify the uh, province through their defaulted fine control centre and the Ministry of Transportation of any fines affected for that may be eligible for license suspensions or vehicle plate uh, owner denial. So those mechanisms do exist, and, um, and, and the city has actively pursued that since taking over the administration of the Provincial Fences Court. Uh, fi- final question. One mm-hmm. of the things some people are annoyed with is that these debt collectors can call as early as 7 in the morning and on weekends. Uh, that, that's a bit excessive. What, what do you say to that? Well, the the collection agencies are heavily regulated by the province, and our new collection agency contracts did expand the hours of collection agencies to call to align with the provincial legislation. So they can call uh, about unpaid fines from 9 a.m. to 8 p.m., Monday through Friday. That's the way it used to be under the law. The law changed, and now they can call between Monday to Friday, 7 a.m. to 9 p.m., and on the weekends, 1 to 5 um, uh, on Sundays. 
Mm-hmm. So I think the law changed, the provincial law changed, and the practices changed to align with that legislation. Okay. Uh, so um, anything you'd like to leave us with on this? I, I would just like people to know that the provincial, court-ordered provincial offences fines uh, don't have a statute of limitations. They don't go away. Uh, and I just encourage people to uh, pay, their, pay their fines on time. Okie doke. Okay. Susan, thank you very much for being with us. Thank you very much for having me, Libby. Okay. We're talking about ancient traffic tickets, 20 years old and more. The city has decided to go after that money. It's a lot of money, $100 million outstanding. Is that the right thing to do, or is that totally unfair? The number is to call, 416-360-0740, toll-free, 1-866-740-4740. We have heard from Court Services. Now let's go to Councillor Jim Karagiannis. Hello, thanks for being with us. Hi, Libby. Good afternoon to everybody listening in. Okay, so uh, what is your take on this? Well, my take is that we're using a sledgehammer to, to kill a mosquito. I mean, we're going after people that have been 20 years. I understand that people shouldn't be delinquent, but 20 years? Also, uh, I was talking to another lady. She called in after she they, she heard the the show a couple of days ago. She was 29 years. Uh, like, come on, folks. What, what are we doing here? People don't keep uh, books back that long. And not only that, but <clears throat> the law stipulates that if you don't pay your fines, you cannot get your renewal of your driver's license and your renewal of your sticker on your car. So if a ticket is not unpaid and we're allowing that person to get a sticker on the car for the last 20 years, who's delinquent here? Uh, you called this uh, a, a sledgehammer to kill a mosquito. Uh, I think $100 million is bigger than a mosquito. Right. No, I agree with you. But I can understand for people that have, you know, fines going back five, six, seven, eight, ten years ago. But 22 years ago? I mean, this poor lady, uh, she got a ticket back in 1998, Donna Rodriguez. Yeah. And this is back in 1998. I mean, Revenue Canada, okay, says that you've got to keep your, your taxes back five to six years ago. And Revenue Canada, after six years, and this is the federal agency, after six, seven years, does not come after you anymore. Uh, well, Why are we following something else different here? I understand there's no statute of limitations, but we get, there's got to be a heart to somebody which is 22 years. I mean, the other question is, if I die tomorrow and I had a ticket 20 years ago, what happens? They come after my estate? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, <laughs> well, that's... according to your pre, to your, your, the person before you, yes, they can come. The person speaking to the, to the radio show when I was listening in, yes, they can come after your estate. Like, come on. Uh, I, I, this is way over the top. The, the the issue here is that these are traffic offenses. They're not parking tickets, and the city just started collecting them. Uh, you know, they, it wasn't something that they always collected. So I guess some fell through the cracks. But the argument on the other side is that if everybody or most people, if I pay my ticket on time, why should somebody else get away with it just because they've gotten right. away with it for a long pay- time? If you paid your ticket on time, your ticket will be renewed. Your license will be renewed. Right, but I... If I'm that something... option is exercised, then these people that have been delinquent or these people that fell through the cracks or these people that paid or we don't know if they paid or not for 22 years. I mean, Donna was driving for the last 20, 21 years. Why didn't we stop the license? 
Why didn't we not, not renew her license? Why didn't we not renew her license plate? Well, uh, according to court services, that's a question we have to ask the province. Uh, I suspect it's probably some kind of glitch. Yeah, but this was downloaded on us by the province in order to collect, right? Right. So, I mean, there's got to be uh, there's got to be something that we do in order to make sure we don't go after people that you know when, when they were 30, 20 or thirty years old and they were you know they were they were going faster and now they're fifty and sixty and then they're you, you know they they go slower or you know like, I mean twenty years is like like it, it's way too long it's way way too long. Okay, hang on, Jim. Let's take a couple of calls. We've got Don in Brantford. Hi, Don. Hi. I had an incident there a while back uh, where Flex Agency called me up for a ticket I got, um, like 10 years later, and I faxed them in uh, the receipt for the ticket. I never heard back from them again, but what's going to stop collection agencies uh, doing this to other people? Like, uh, the, the ministry, like, they all have records of everybody and all the tickets they've ever had, so... What's there to say that they're not going to go back on tickets that's already been paid? Nobody has the receipts that many years away. That's that's a good point, but according to our previous guest from Court Services, there are 287,000 accounts outstanding, and there are good records about that, though I, I'm sure that there are some mistakes in there. So, yeah, um, I guess you're right. I mean, people don't keep their records that long. Because ever since I got my license, they suspended if you didn't pay it. And they've always, I've always had them paid. But they seem to come after you like 10, 15, 20 years later. Like, who keeps receipts that long? Exactly. Thanks for your call, Don. Let's go to Marion in Whitby. Hi, Marion. Yes. You're on the air. Go ahead. Okay. Um, I got a letter... Letters from um, sent me for a, a for a, a speeding ticket for forty one dollars, and it happened in nineteen eighty seven, <laughs> and I found out it was for my son, and he died in nineteen eighty eight. Sorry to hear that. A speed. Well, if it's forty one, I was going to say that's really cheap for a speeding ticket. Yes, it was forty one dollars, and it was in the hands of a collection agency. And and uh, they didn't add on to it. No. Nope. Do you are you still driving? Do you need to get licenses and stickers no, renewed? It, it wasn't for me; it was for my son. Oh, uh, and he died in nineteen eighty-eight. I'm sorry to hear that. You know that that plays into Jim Carigianis's question: Will exactly. it go to the estate? Um, well, I I don't know what to say about that. Thank you for telling us about it. I'm sorry; it does seem it does seem strange. Okay, thank you for taking my call. You're very welcome. Okay, Jim. So there Maybe, you go. I mean, this is this is what I was talking about. There's got to be uh, there's got to be some sense of like, uh, yeah, we were downloaded this by the province. Probably the province didn't go after it, and we uh, we in the city of Toronto said, okay, we're going to take it on because we're probably getting something out of it. But the point is this: yes, I can understand that we shouldn't let people be delinquent, but in the same token. People should not be allowed to drive if they were delinquent. Like this lady, she got a ticket for her son's estate. It's, it's adding insult to injury. Her son died in 1988. She's probably over that, and now we're reminding her. Like, come on, where do we go? Okay, let's take another call from Nick in Toronto. Hi, Nick. Hello. Um, yeah, yeah, like I said, I'm Nick. Um, 
uh, I don't know, about 15 years, 15, 20 years ago, I, I got the ticket and I forgot to pay it. And I went to, to renew my license and they told me I have to go to the court and ask them, you know, to do something about the ticket. And as soon as I get there, because it was, uh, I believe, was about two months old. Uh, as soon as I get there, you know, they arrest me on the spot. They arrested they, you? Yeah, they arrest me on the spot. I got, I, I got uh, in a court in a court arrest for I don't know uh, about five hours. You know, until I get in front of a judge, and the judge asked me, "Do you want to pay or do you don't want to pay?" I said, "Okay, I'm paying it, but you know, you don't have to do that." But they arrest me on the spot. They didn't want to renew my license. They didn't want to renew my license plate. They, I don't understand those outstanding tickets for so long. I will understand for a year, but no more than that. Okay, Nick, thanks for sharing that with us. Let's go to Vern in Waterdown. Hello, Vern. Hi, how are you today, Libby? We're fine. Go uh, go ahead. You're on the air. <laughs> okay. Um, I just wanted to make a comment. Everybody's complaining about the 20 years. But you know when unsatisfied judgment ended on Ontario back in the 60s? Uh, sorry, I don't know. What are you trying to tell us? Unsatisfied judgment was you got unsatisfied judgment rather than insurance on your car before insurance became compulsory. Okay, that's a long time ago. Do you have... Yes. Okay, now, there was a fellow with the same name as I got into a serious accident, and they've never been able to collect from him. And, every, and, and because it's the same name as I have, I've always got to go to a notary republic and and say and get the authorization like swear on oath. Okay, but, thanks for your call. Uh, not sure how relevant that is, Jim Karagianis. Uh, so, um, Libby, what? my next step would be to uh, I'm, I'm I'm looking to draft a motion that. Uh, we we go something like six or seven years and present that to the committee. Uh, you know, like I mean, over seven years. I, I think it's way over overdue. And I don't think the amount of money that we're talking about collecting the hundred plus million or close to it has to do. A lot of it has to do with people that are over seven or eight years or six years. Uh, a lot of it has to do with people that are recent. And I think we should go after them. That's and not people- the information that we have here. The, the information is that. All of this hundred million dollars are fines outstanding for more than twenty years. Well, you know, it, 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 like I said, the woman's son died. Where are we going to go after him? After her now? Uh, the estate is gone and closed. Well, if we're not able to collect it, well, there's got to be some some form of decency to the people. I mean, adding insult to injury to the woman whose son died in 1988, 1989. The tickets from 88. What are we doing? Yeah, I'm. I'm going. Do you know how much the collection agencies are making out of this? I'm just. Uh, I don't have a clue, but surely the collection is not doing it for the good of their health. Uh, and and to bother people at 7 a.m. in the morning, like you're sleeping, you're just about to wake up. Hi, this is the collection agency. If you don't pay, da da da. Well, hello. What are we doing here? Do you have? What a, are we doing? I mean, you know, it's, it's over the top. Do you have a sense from your colleagues if uh, your motion will be welcome, or if they think we should just get this money? Well, I'm going to be talking to colleagues. Uh, I can't say yay or nay at this point in time. This is something that we just drafted today. I'll be talking to them, but I'll be shocked and surprised if uh, people, once they hear what is happening out there, that if they will say, hey, you know what, enough is enough. But on the other side, uh, I've got to make sure that this motion that I'm drafting is legit. 
for the simple reason that this is money that we agreed to collect on behalf of the province, I'm told, by Donna, that was the previous speaker before me. Yes. So i got to make sure that, one, it, it's, it, it's kosher, if I can use the word, and two, i got to drum up support. But, again, we're using a sledgehammer to kill a mosquito. Come on, folks, let's get real here. Uh-huh. Well, again, $100 million is a pretty big mosquito. Right, but we should have collected that $100 million uh, in meal piece along the way. And I'm sure that it's $100 million, and this it affects a lot of people, that uh, most of these people either did, 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 most of these people had their license renewed, so we're putting, we're putting these people behind the eight ball by saying to them, okay, you can renew your license, we're okay with it, that which to them signals that I haven't done anything wrong, I paid the ticket, I'm okay, I'm fine. Well, the ticket was squashed. That's the common knowledge out there, that if you do not pay your fines, you cannot renew your license. You cannot renew your license if you got outstanding payments to 407. Uh, right. That, so, that, that re- you, see, you see the parallel here. Uh-huh. Yeah, except uh, I, we're not sure how long that's been in force, if that was in force for over 20 years. Well, when I was the Parliament Secretary of Transport in federally, uh, this was in force. I remember people from 407 coming up to talk to me and, and giving me the rundown on that. This is 2004. So that's 15, 16 years ago. So the fact that we have a, we have a means of saying to people, you can't get renew your license, you cannot get a new sticker for your car if you got a fine on your car. That whose responsibility is it that if you're misleading me and I'm able to get to get that? Okay. So you're misleading me by saying to me, yep, you can you know you can have this, and all of a sudden you say, whoa, hold on a second, you got a fine from years back. This reminds me, if I can summarize, this reminds me of my Greek fat wedding number two. Where the guy goes to the priest and the priest says, well, you're not married. The, 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 the 40 years ago, the priest didn't sign and they had to get another marriage. Come on, folks. Like this, I'll make it into a comedy here. Okay. That's all the time we have. Jim Karagiannis. Thank you. Thank you very much. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.